0: is joseph and i'd like to welcome you to the jesus cast with joseph m this show is dedicated at teaching you the word of god to its fullest and increasing your faith and helping you find opportunities to serve the lord may you enjoy the sermon receive my greetings in the name of the father the name of the son and the holy spirit and welcome to another edition of the jesus cast with joseph m And today we are starting a new series called, You Had to Be There. And this series focuses mostly on the idea that, you know, God has called us to certain places and he has called us to a certain purpose. But for us to get there, sometimes we have to be in certain places. And I'm gonna be doing this series for the next three episodes. And I hope that, you know, it actually gets through to you, you get to actually understand it, and most importantly, you get to enjoy it, and that your faith goes through it. Yes. Amen. So, for today's message, we're going to be reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 20, and chapter 50, verse 20. And it reads as follows. But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people alive. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for this message. I know, God, that it is you who has to speak this message and not me, Father. I am just but a vessel for your word, and I hope and pray that, God, everyone listening to this message, God, receives it according to how you intended it, God, not how I intended it to go, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, I Amen. Yes, so, in the scripture that we just read, uh, Joseph is with, his brothers and his family, with his family rather, and he is explaining to them that you know, the evil that they had planned against him, God used that to his advantage and tended for his good. In fact, rather than tending it for good, he planned it for good, which meant that even if they had mended it for bad, God allowed it because it would turn out to be good. And to give just the background of how we got to this very scripture, to this very message today, to a point where now Joseph is telling them that, you know, what you meant for evil, God meant for good for my life, so that I can save so many people. Uh, when you started from Genesis 37, which is where now the, book, the stories about Joseph are introduced, you get to understand that Joseph was a child that was born in Israel's old age, Jacob. And he was loved dearly by Israel, by Jacob, brother. And because of the love that he had, uh, he was mainly considered as the favorite son. Now, Joseph happens to have two dreams. And in these two dreams, the first one, he goes and tells his brothers about the dream. And his brothers say, you saying?" Uh, he says that I saw you guys and you were bowing down to me. And his brothers say, uh, so are you saying that you're gonna rule over us and then uh, the second dream it's the same thing except this time there's the moon and the sun and uh, which represent his mom and his father and then he goes to them and he tells them as a whole family and now they ask are you saying that you going to be king over us and with them saying that you know uh joseph had these dreams so he had to believe them he had to know that they come from god because when you go on in other scriptures as you read forward and with each dream that he interprets, he always tells the people that these dreams only God can interpret. So he understood that from the way it go, that this, this dream, these two dreams, rather, that he had, they came from God. He believed that. And I feel that that's something that we should be doing as people that, you know we should always believe that everything is done by God and it comes from God every good thing, because that is what the scripture says. It says that every good deed, every good thing that you see, you know, it comes from God. And that's the, that's the level that I believe that God wants us to get to, to actually believing him in that level, to actually know that if I say I'm a believer, if I say I'm in Christ, then everything that happens in my life is ordered by God, is done by God. There's nothing else, and there's no one else who has a say or who has power over me except for God. Yes. So, yes, and continuity. uh, The scripture says, now, one day when his brothers had gone to a certain place, um, they were feeding. uh, Okay, they they have gone to shepherd animals, and then his father says to Joseph, uh, "Go out and check on your brothers and tell. Now, give me a report on how they are doing wherever they are." And he goes there. On his way there, it turns out that during, because of the dreams, his brothers started to envy him. They started to develop some hate over him. And therefore, whilst they saw him coming and they said, there is that dreamer coming. See, people won't like everything you do. And I would like you to know that not everyone is for you. Not everyone will support you. So pay attention to the people that you tell your dreams to. Pay attention to the people that you share your goals with because it's not everyone who wants what's good for you but i must tell you this that even if people do bad to you god will use that to his advantage and turn it for your good it won't always be bad so even if you tell people god will use whatever that they're trying to do to you to your advantage and here's what they're trying to do what the brothers are trying to do here when they see him, they decide, let us kill him. And as he approaches, Reuben, one of his brothers, says, rather than killing him, here's a pit, let us throw him in the pit. That would be a better option. So they agree on that. See, the Bible says, when Reuben did that, he was protecting him. See, I want you to understand that Some bad will turn out for your good. I want you to understand that when people want to do bad for you, I mean, bad to you, God will do whatever it takes to protect you. He will protect you from the bad that is trying to come your way. And with Joseph, what he used was Reuben, his brother, who also loved him, and he says rather than killing him let's throw him in the pit so they throw him in the pit but in the process of them throwing him in the pit there comes now Hulamites, a uh, group of traders who trade spices by the way they come from different places. so they also buy they happen to also buy slaves so he says let us take uh, judah one of the brothers says uh, rather than letting our brother die in this pit and not have our hands you with his blood brother let us give him let us sell him to these guys and we know that we are saved we did not kill our brother and that becomes the decision that they take and they sell him see some of the things that people are doing you without even paying attention to them is to redirect you to where god wants you to be see if they knew what they were doing i would I would truly believe that if they understood that them selling him to the slave, the slave masters, to the traders, would actually get him to his purpose, they would not have sold him. They would rather have him killed than sell him. But in this scenario, I want you to understand that God will protect you, so he will give you options. He will ensure that everything that the enemy meant for evil he will redirect it for your good And this is what happens to Joseph In this case So God now redirects him And he sells him And they sell him They sell him to these guys And these guys They hand him over to Potiphar Potiphar is one of the king's uh, Head soldiers or generals Or something like that So he sell- he, they, they, give it to, they give Joseph to him And just like that Joseph is now being directed in his purpose. And he gets there, Potiphar gives him authority over everything he owns except for his wife. So now Joseph is like the head slave. He's like the boss of slaves. And what we don't get when we go through challenges is that what God will do for us is to make sure that we're elevated, even in places that are below us. Even in places that we don't actually value, God will make sure that we are at a higher level, we are taken of high repute because we are in his purpose, we are going to his purpose. One of the things that I discovered with this message is that, you know, when God is taking you to your purpose, when he is getting you to your purpose, the first thing that he will do for you is he will take care of you. And this is a sign of him taking care of Joseph. He makes sure that Joseph is taken care of. Joseph could have been like an ordinary slave. You know, he could be down in, like, like in, the, in the gardens digging and stuff like that, but he has been given authority over everyone here. And this is the same thing that happens to him in the next chapter of his life after, his, after the wife of Potiphar now accuses him of trying to do something to her and Joseph now is arrested. And he goes to jail, when he gets to jail, also, he gets there and God elevates him, even in the jail. And now he becomes like uh, the head of the prisoners because that is what God does. He takes care of his people. It doesn't matter what kind of circumstance you're in. It doesn't matter how, what kind of situation you're in. One of the things that God will do for you is to take care of you all the way. He will watch over you. He will take care of you in your struggles, in your challenges, in anything god will take care of you and joseph is now caught up in this jail and he is there and with him being there the bible tells us that the people that were in the jail with him happened to be the king's advisors you see (coughs) there is pebbles behind every challenge that you go through he didn't just drop him in the jail without pebbles he could have allowed his brothers to kill him, but because he still had pebbles, he made sure that he falls into the right hands. Here's what I believe from reading the scripture, from reading the whole book about Joseph and getting to understand how God worked in his life. And this is me getting to like the climax of this message today. The first thing is, if you are not positioned where you're supposed to be, God will remove you from it and reposition you. If Joseph had been favored by his brothers and he stayed home, his dream could possibly not have happened. I'm not saying that it would not have happened. I'm saying there's a high possibility that it would not have happened. His father was not a king. So he would never be a king. By virtue of that. He is sold to slaves because the slaves would get him access to Potiphar. Potiphar, who is very close to the king. But Potiphar is not the king, so his brothers would not bow down to him, even if they came to see him at Potiphar's house. There's nothing, there's no power there. He is still a slave. So God had to release him completely from slavery. He goes into jail. Yes, his given power, he's given authority, but still it's a jade. His brothers would not bow down to him in chains. But you see, this is the call. The people that he put them that he put Joseph within the jade are the people who would get Joseph to his purpose. And sometimes God will put you in places that you might not like that are very uncomfortable but in them your redemption is there but in those places you will meet with people who will get you to your real purpose which is what God has called you to do but oftentimes, when we go through circumstances when we go through challenges we focus so much on what's going on around us that we forget that there's a bigger purpose behind everything. See, the Bible says that the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. So if you believe that you're righteous, would that not imply that even if you missed a step that God is still ordering your steps? Would it not mean to you that the circumstance that you're in, even if it's an uncomfortable workplace, would you not think that God brought you there for a purpose, he brought you there for a reason? And he is getting you to the pebbles in which he has called you to, in which he has called you for. And you know, so, so sometimes you might think, but I don't know what my purpose is. And my experience is from the very scriptures about Joseph, as you get to see from how God treats him and how he positions him, that his purpose is one of power, is one of leadership. He is called to be a leader you get to see it from that. And that is what, you know, I wish that most of us would actually do. And I, I, I would often advise that, you know, test yourself in different ministries, test yourself in different areas of your life. Try different things. And you will see whatever that comes to you and it's constantly coming back to you over and over again, that is where your purpose should be at. That is where you will most likely find your purpose. That is where God is most likely directing you to. And if you believe in God the way I do, you would know that whatever purpose that he has about your life, it won't stop until you get to it. And he's going to keep pushing you to it. He's going to keep doing things that will direct you to it. And sometimes it's going to be hard. Sometimes it's going to be difficult. But Christ says that troubles will always be there in this world, but take heart because he has conquered those troubles and the book of Romans chapter 8 the bible tells us that you know our current sufferings are nothing compared to the future glory and god is trying to get you to your purpose but you're too focused on what's going on that you even give up on god himself that you stop praying that you stop even going to church because well life has challenges and these challenges are hitting you hard but god wants you to get there and the only way you can get there is to continue to trust him see if there's anything that I've learned from Joseph is there is nowhere in scripture where it it tells us that he gave up. He didn't stop believing that God has a plan for his life. And this is why at the end of this, he says to his parents and his brothers, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. You didn't know that you were getting me to the pebbles because the only way that you were going to bow down to me was if I was second in command in the whole of Egypt. And me being a slave, me being put in jail, got me here. Hear me out. You had to be in that situation for God to get you in your pebbles. You had to go through all of those troubles for God for God to get you to your purpose. You had to go through each and every challenge that you're going through in your life for God to get you to your purpose. And one of the, some of the things that I discovered that God does for us in circumstances like that is that he trains us, No, he prepares us for whatever purpose he has built us for. So when you go through things, you will constantly see yourself being put in positions that train the same skill over and over again. In Joseph's case, it was his leadership abilities. He has constantly been put in a position where he is ruler over people, where now he has to manage resources for people. And at the end of it, he is now the ruler of Egypt because now the king, Pharaoh, has these dreams and he needs someone to interpret these dreams. And now Joseph is still in jail. Two years later, he's still in jail. The people that he interpreted dreams for, according to scripture, if I may just go back to that, uh, when he was in jail, what happens is, he is with these two guys and they both have dreams, and he interprets their dreams. These two guys are, you know, they work for the king. And one of them, when when they leave the jail, after he had interpreted their dreams and he tells them that you're gonna, leave the jail and when you get out there, one of you is going to die and the other one of you is going to be elevated and they get out and one dies, is killed and the other one is elevated and gets a higher position. And for two years this person forgets him. And I just want to remind you that you know, you could meet people who said they will help you with things and they forget about you. But God hasn't forgotten about you. God is always thinking about you you are always in his mind when you kneel down and you pray and things don't happen when you think they should happen I want you to know that God is thinking about you he remembers you he knows you by name he says that his plans for you are not to harm you but to prosper you and if you gotta believe that, believe it because even when people forget about you even when people leave you behind, God is still ordering your steps. And in this very circumstance with Joseph now, his brothers are coming to him and he explains to them that, yeah, I went through all of that, but God meant all of this for good. He could have easily been forgotten completely, until the king had a dream and there was no one to interpret it but him. And when he interprets the dream, because that is what he is called to do, the king says, I get it. I could go and look for a CFO that's my experience could go and look for someone who has more knowledge. I could go and look for a prime minister who has been doing this for years and years and years. But you got the dream. You understood the dream. So you will be the one to lead it. Do you get that God will put you in positions that you are not qualified for according to the world standards? When the world looks at you and says but this one can't do it but they don't know that god has been preparing you for it all this time and he's putting you in that place because he knows that you're ready for it he knows that he's been preparing you from day one and he's been building you up to get to that stage You had to be through all of those. You had to go through all of those. You had to be in that place. You just had to be there for God's purpose to happen in your life. And you just keep believing. I know some of you are probably going through this now. Some of you are probably in places that you don't even want to be in. Some of you are going through the most today, so much that you are depressed, so much that you've lost hope, so much that you've lost confidence. But I am reminding you today that God says that bad that you think is happening is meant for your good because all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. So even the bad, they work for your good. Two points before I close this session and then I'm going to Yes. One is, to get to your purpose, you need to keep your focus. Focus less on the challenges that you're going through and focus more on what God is doing for you. Focus less on the struggles and focus more on what God is is doing for you. Because sometimes what we do is we pay so much attention to the bad that we never get to experience God's true power. That we never get to look at God from a perspective that he is doing something good in our lives. So everything that we see around us is bad things. So when I I, uh, I had a conversation with my wife one day and I said to her, No, when when you look at life and it's hitting you so hard, it's easy for you to stop believing. But God is telling you today that there is purpose in your life and you need to focus less on the challenges and focus more on what he's doing in your life. To believe that everything that you're going through is for your good that it has a purpose, that it has a purpose. Point two, God will take care of you, which I've already mentioned. God will take care of you. He will. So trust that he's taking care of you. If you don't believe that he's taking care of you, that's where you will have it drawn. Another important point is to keep working. What you learn about Joseph is he doesn't stop. He keeps going, he keeps working, he keeps doing what he's been doing. Wherever he is, he's working, he's working, he's working. He does not let anything keep him from the focus. And as a person, do not allow yourself to be moved away from God's presence. Do not allow yourself to be moved away from working just because you think you deserve better god knows that and he's gonna get you to your better but you gotta keep working so yeah this is the message today you have to be where you are to get to your purpose as i was trying to tell you now about the the analogy that I was telling my wife about. It's called the mountain analogy, which I just had in my head. That when you're on the top of one mountain, you're trying to get to the top of another. The only way to get to the top of the other is to either jump depending on the distance or to go down and start climbing up again. And what we do is because we wanna get to the other side, we try so hard to reach out from where we are without going down. And what God is teaching you today is, sometimes I'm gonna have to start you over to get you to the right places, to get you to the right people, so that you can get to the top, so that you can get to your purpose. Starting over as hard, I am telling you, I would know. But God is saying, it's okay if it's gonna get you to the top. And I'm advising you today that it's okay It's okay to start over, to get to the top of another mountain, by the way. So I hope, I hope and pray that today's message touches your heart. And it actually allows you to see God for who he is, even in the challenges, even in the storms that you're going through, even in the chains that you're tied in. As a slave, as a prisoner. God sees you, and he will elevate you. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message. I pray that God, for each and every person who is listening to it, Jehovah, you can elevate them, God. That God, they can see what you're doing in their lives, and they can be encouraged to know, Father, that it is not the end of their story. That you're working in their lives, and you will get them to where you want them to get, Father. That you will not leave them where they are. You will take them where you want them to be god and they will get to the peoples which they were created for father in the name of jesus god i believe and i also pray for each and every person lord who has not received christ that god may they find you in this message may they find you jehovah and receive you because they will know that christ died on the cross so that they can have life and not just life but life in abundance in the name of jesus amen tuning into the Jesus cast with Joseph M. We hope you had a great time with us and that you enjoyed the sermon. Our prayer is that the way fulfills you, that it increases your faith as well as your desire to serve God. We love you and God loves you. For more messages like this please subscribe to the podcast and turn on your notifications. Thank you and goodbye.